Okay, so you guys are not even ready for this episode. This one, nope. we are getting into the nitty gritty. I'm talking Mary Panure nitty gritty. We're talking about <laughs> money. Money mindset. Money mindset. Money mindset in marriage and money, money mindset, mindset in, in the that. marketplace. Money mindset in marriage in the marketplace. All of that. All, all those M's we're covering. <laughs> and y'all, listen, go get your... Get your notes, get your, well, you're about to take some notes, get your notepads, get your pens, get your paper, all that great stuff, because this episode is definitely one that you're going to put on Rewind. This one is special. And we have with our amazing guests. Yes, our amazing guests, Talent and Ty of His and Her Money. Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers, all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey everyone, this is O.L. And this is Sway. Of MarriedPernodLife.com and MarriedPernodLife the Podcast. <laughs> this is where we help high-achieving, mission-minded, marriedpreneurs who want to get more clarity, generate more income, and yes, leave a lasting impact. Yes, so we are excited because we are pioneers who are helping other marriedpreneurs to launch, grow, and scale their businesses, especially online today. And so if this is your first time visiting us at the Mar- or on the Marriedpreneur Life Podcast, welcome to the virtual studio here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And if this is your second or hundredth time revisiting us- At least then, second. At least second, at least second. Then what's up fam? Glad to have you back in the building as well. And today, yes, we have some very, very uh, exciting and special guests for what we're going to be talking about today. I'm really excited about this. Yes, I know you are. Mm-hmm. I know you are. You all know a little bit about his background. Maybe you don't um, in wealth management and the whole money. He has a lot of. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of money stories. So um, we have some not experts. to mention, not to mention. What's that? <laughs> we have the Chicago connection. Oh, okay. Which okay, is, yes, yes, yes. Which always sets a precedent. See, so. I wish y'all could see because he like hands and everything always. But those joining us. That's my Inglewood in gesture. Oh, Southside. That's my Inglewood gesture. Southside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you want to introduce our special yes, guest? Yes, so our special guest today, we have Talit and Ty McNeely. So we're really excited about this. Let me tell you a little bit about yes. his and her money. His and her money. Uh, insert clap track. Right there. Okay. All right. So Talent is a U.S. Uh, U.S. Army veteran turned special education teacher. He is passionate about his faith in Jesus, his family, and finance, and facing challenges head on. His understanding of money handling and management started out slow, which led him to face a consumer debt of around thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. However, with the support of Ty, his wife, the family conquered the mountain of debt and learned many valuable lessons along the way. Talent has a master's degree in education, leadership, a master's degree in special education, and a bachelor's of science degree in business administration. Yes, and let me tell you a little bit about Ty. Mm -hmm. Ty is a passionate Christ follower, proud wife and mother of three. Compassion, integrity, and serving others are a few of her strengths. However, a bag of peanut M&Ms is her weakness. (laughs) I hear you, sister, my (laughs) own heart. (laughs) Yes, she is a lover of all things organizational. And Ty... 
has a bachelor's of science as a bachelor's of science degree in finance. Additionally, Ty has held a series six, series 63 and life and health insurance license. She has spent years in the financial industry helping people with loans, debt and money matters loaded with experience and skills. She has now taken her knowledge to create this platform, hisandhermoney.com. Tiled her husband, calls her the chief operating officer of the home. <laughs> you can usually find her giving hugs and kisses to her children, organizing a hall closet, or scouting out a great deal. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys for coming on Welcome. to the Married Penulite Podcast. We are thrilled to have you here, and we know the people are thrilled to get, dive into this conversation. So. Welcome from Shy, from the Shy. Yes, well, hello. Thank you guys so much for having us. We're super excited to talk with you guys. For sure, we we enjoy the work that you all do at Maripreneur Life, yeah. and uh, we're we're super excited to do our little part here today. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. We this, have. Go ahead. We have some questions. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, it's kind of like when you go to a really really cool restaurant and the food comes out. It's like small talk out the way. Let's just get right into it. So that's kind of where I am right now. <laughs> yes. Well, you want to start off or you want me to go in? Because I know we were talking about some questions and then you're like, oh, I got a good one to get them started. Oh, sure. Um, so, yeah. So 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 let's let's start here. Um, his and her money. What was or was there an event um, that was an initial nudge, a Kickstarter, um, something that said, you know what, we've got to do his and her money. Oh, was money. it an event and a moment? Okay. okay. Um, such a good story. Well, it, it pretty much stemmed from our personal story of uh, prior to getting married. Um, so we got married 14 years ago, and I was great at money, great credit score, no debt. Um, I thought that I was going to marry this man that had great credit score, no debt, love the house, the kids, everything, right? Um, I got all of that stuff eventually. Um, Except for my part. Yeah. But in the beginning, um, and this was after premarital counseling, I mean, when I tell you, your girl asks all the right questions. I I went through with a pencil, a highlighter, asked this question, that question. He had every good answer. I had no reason to doubt him. And then three months prior to getting married, boom. He admitted to me um, that he actually was in more debt than he led me to believe. Yeah, so my problem was at that moment in my life, I was coming into the knowledge of personal finance and understanding money because I had spent so many years being frustrated by my financial situation. I was in the military, so I had a check deposit on the first and 15th by clockwork. And by the 27th, I had nothing every single month. And I just didn't have knowledge. I had a job, I had income, I had no literacy when it came to finances. So. I began to just kind of dig my way out by, by just self-study and trying to you know, develop and elevate my mindset around how money works. And that's at the point of life that I was in my personal journey. But I still had the consequences of my past around my neck. So I had over, over $30,000 of debt and um, nothing, uh, quote unquote, good to show for it. I wasn't in college. I was in the military. So I didn't, it wasn't student loan debt. didn't have no real estate. It was just dumb stuff. It was literally consumerism, credit card debt, all types of loans, payday loans, forgiveness loans, loans for the other loans, did car you, loans, did you come up? <laughs> the, the engagement oh, loans, wow. finance, all, 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 all type of stuff, oh, wow. like my furniture, everything was financed. Yeah. And um, I was scared to tell her because... And he had two jobs. So in my mind, I thought, man, 
He's working in the military. He was also delivering pizzas. I'm, I'm thinking that this side income, this side hustle was money that he was throwing aside for us for when we got married. So I'm like, yeah, don't sure, work. I was trying to secretly clean so up he was really trying to break. It didn't day. work. God wasn't going to let that ride because you can't build anything strong on a broken foundation. So all my little plans didn't work. And I have to confess um, that I had a mess on my hands. And um, if we had to figure out, are we still going to get married? We almost didn't get married uh, because... Wow. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, really. Oh, yeah. It wasn't the money. It, it, was, the it was the dishonesty. The I yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Asked the questions, and my answers were very creative, but they were not true. And uh, <laughs> I just had to come out and tell the truth and, you know, do a lot of prayer, do a lot of uh, just reflecting. Uh, we came together, we got mm-hmm. married, and we got assuming that within the first year of our marriage, mm-hmm. uh, fast forward, the 2013, we bought a house, the house we're in right now. And instead of waiting 30 years to pay it off, we paid it off in five years. So five, exactly wow. five years That's from the good. day that we closed on the home. I mean, exactly. We walked into the bank and we made our last mortgage payment with our kids. And we made it a big special thing. And we tell the world that you can live a debt-free life. We put it on. We put it, you know, when it comes to where his and her money come from, we did it publicly just so people can know they could do it. Yeah, and the reason why his and her money was birthed was because we were getting people coming up to us on the side. We were inviting people into our home. They were sitting on our couches. We were going over their finances with them. And we said, hey, why don't we just put this online to help the masses? And so it's been ministry from day one for us. Um, his and her money will be six years in August, and it's ministry to this very day. Uh, but when we set um, out to do it, we weren't necessarily doing it with um eventually he, he, he came American home life and yeah mind. like our mindset was this ministry and if we mm. one person then fine but then god saw fit to take our ministry into a whole Whoa. direction that we could have never imagined and now we can both do this full time yeah. and it's amazing how um pain not can take your pain and turn it into to ministry mm. right just have so much come out of that so that's what he did for us that's how his own money was born Wow, that is that is amazing. And um, I just appreciate that that you all are able to even share that in such a such a way with that Mm -hmm. level of transparency, because I think that really offers uh, people real, real, whole, honest answers that can Mm -hmm. that can definitely help them. I'm just curious, though, um, do you think that when 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 two people come together to get married, do you think that um, that you know, depending on the person's or one of the other person's background, like say military, say um, college degree, say second job, do you think that often there's an assumption uh, on the other person's part that this person, because of all these pieces and all these factors are uh, financially fit or financially healthy? Do you think that some people just sort of make that assumption rather than doing like what you did where you were asking you know, probing like questions? Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't think that's the case with everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for our personal situation, you have to realize, um, Tom and I, we were dating. We were engaged for two and a half years before we got married. Um, and I always say he didn't have any baby mamas on the side. He didn't have any children before marriage and things like that. He didn't have a mortgage. Um, he was paying rent with two other roommates at the time. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I know he's getting a nice check from the military, but he doesn't have obligations outside of really his personal, you know, monthly needs that he would have to pay towards. So in my mind, you could not have told me that he was in $30,000 a day. You could not have told me that he was praying to God, hoping that his credit card went, went into the gas 
um, station machine that it worked. Like you cannot have told me that. And so I do think that sometimes we can pretty much judge the situation by just what we've been given, but we don't really know how deep it really is. Yeah, so we encourage people to have those tough, ugly, uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. Get out of the way because when you're dating, you're putting your best foot forward. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're always lined up, haircut, hair done, you know what I mean? You got a fresh yeah. outfit, you know what I mean? You're opening doors, you're, you're uh, saying I love you every five minutes. You know, you're putting your best effort forward. And so you don't want to have those tough conversations because they don't mess this, this, what's the term, this facade that you've been putting together to woo the other person. And so if you want to have a firm foundation moving forward, if you want to make it past the wedding day into the actual marriage and have a fortified foot from day one, you need to have those uncomfortable conversations during the dating phase, during the engagement yep. period, to mm -hmm. figure out what's what, because you need answers, not just for the sake of, should I marry this person, but you need to know what we're up against. You need to right. be strategizing about the marriage before the wedding. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. The only way to have a good strategy is to know what you're fighting mm -hmm. up against. Well, how, how is your parents, not just you, how do your parents deal with money? You know what I mean? So we had those conversations, don't right. Joint accounts or separate accounts. Like we were having all the right conversations. Um, but you gotta have the transparency. Yeah. Both parties have to be willing to transparency. You can't let fear in, because that's what was holding me back, was fear. Mm -hmm. I was afraid that if I told this quote unquote, perfect financial person about my brokenness when it came to finances, it would push her away. I would lose the woman that I love. That's the narrative that I was telling myself. Mm -hmm was fear. And if you let fear rule, then you will put yourself in a worse position. You got to move past. This is really the one. Then and they should be able too. to take you with the flaws. As long as it, I think what was important, a part of us uh, coming back together was that I had all these mistakes, but that wasn't the, that you couldn't define me by that present. Mm -hmm. I would do a lot of things differently than I have been doing. I had the consequences of what I had been doing, but I wasn't still operating behaviorally that way. Mm -hmm. There was a change happening. There was effort being put forth on my part to not stay in that mm -hmm. place. And so I think that if you can see effort, if you can see um, a, a mindset shift, then it's mm -hmm. not so much, oh, you got bad credit, I can't marry you. Oh, you got debt, I can't marry you. Oh, you got bad spending habits, I can't marry you. It's like, where, okay, that might have been your story, but is there something you're doing to try to make our future together better? Right. Mm -hmm. That's so good. That's good. So you just mentioned something that I think is so important. When we talk about money, we talk about marriage, the mindset, the mm -hmm. mindset of money um, and as a married person, mm -hmm. how do you all, well, let me ask you this first. What do you think is like one of the biggest misconceptions or myth when it comes to um, a money mindset? Um, I think that a lot of people equate themselves making good money means that they make good money decisions, right? Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people that we counsel and that we teach um, when you really unveil the covers, yes, a lot of them are making, and that's what's interesting. When we paid off our mortgage, um, we were a one income household and that income never exceeded um, six figures during that five year term. And we were counseling people that were making double. Sometimes we would get off the call and be like, wow. Like, I ain't got no money in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that that's where the misconception and the disconnect comes from. You can make good money, but if your mindset is not right, you're wasting that money. You're not utilizing that money to its best. I think the biggest misconception, in, in, in my opinion, is people don't equate poverty to a mentality. They, they equate it to a, a house, a car, um, what, mm -hmm. you, what you can and can't buy. 
oh, I'm not in poverty because I can do X, Y, and Z. I'm not in poverty because I have this type of job or this type of career. Mm-hmm. Poverty starts between the ears. If you only see yourself with a, with a, uh, a cap, then you're in poverty. If you holding all your money tight to the vest because somebody might take it from you, you're in poverty. If, if, and of course, if you don't have any income, you're in poverty. If you're spending everything, if you're making $240 million a year, but you're spending $249,000 a year, you are in poverty. And all that is a form of thinking before it becomes a spending habit, before it becomes an investment decision. It's happening in your mind, the way you view money, the way you interact with money. It's yeah. in here. So I think a lot of people are in poverty with, between their ears and they don't realize it because they go to work in a nice car downtown. Okay, guys, this is your Enjoying the Journey Together. Together. (laughs) Yes, practical step that you can implement now. Here it is. Poverty starts between the ears. What? That was heavy. That was, yeah, life-changing. And so here's a tip for today. (laughs) Get your mind right. (laughs) Get your mind right. When we're talking about poverty, talking about wealth, it all starts between the ears, all about how you think about it. And this conversation has just beginning. It gets so much deeper, like, it's, it gets so much deeper. It gets so much richer, mm-hmm. which is why. Mm-hmm. If you have not yet registered to join us over in our free Love and Launch Maripreneur Summit, then my question to you is what exactly are you waiting for, ma'am, sir, bruh, sis? Come on. Okay, so loveandlaunchsummit.com, loveandlaunchsummit.com. And this conversation and so many others are going to literally change your perspective, change your life. In about five days, as we walk through the process of the Maripreneur Method together with these amazing interviewers, interviews, including this one. So go meet us over there, loveandlinesummit.com. Here's to living purposefully, powerfully, powerfully and profitably in, in sync. sync. Let's go. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back again. Another episode, press play, now you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm -hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. And know it's not as easy as one, two, three. It's more like three, two, one. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan, and have fun. And anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back (laughs) that's a wrap guys maybe let's see if it was recording